Yo, 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 what the deal is, Taco Beers and Sports. I'm your host, Terrence Sumbler. What it do? Uh, it have been a while since I've done this podcast, but I'm back. Today, got a uh, special guest, friend of the show, uh, Third Coast Podcast. Good friend of mine, Mr. Colin Bill, come do some sports talk today. How you doing, Bello? Man, I'm doing well, dog. We just going to talk about what... What this world is about, pretty much, man. What just kept this whole thing feel like it kept it glued together almost during the pandemic. Yeah, but, yeah, I was yeah, against it at first, all it. sports being played, but uh, seeing as the NBA did an excellent job with a bubble, uh, kicked anybody out who really caused any problems. Yeah, and, uh, and it's just like gave, it gave us something to do too. But we were slowed down, like we. It's almost like we locked in more. I'm not sure what the ratings was, but I think yeah. it was way more than when when the world was like functioning correctly. Yeah, because now you yeah, have nothing man. to do. People are paying attention to the TV. Yeah, what the people that yeah, did yeah, adhere think, to the protocols. Yeah, and I think it like it made the stars a little bit bigger too, bro. It's like we got to see their lives a little bit more. Like a bunch of those guys with their personal lives and stuff, like. With Lou Williams at the beginning, and then like LeBron and the stuff with his son, it's like it almost put the scope on them boys even more on like off the court stuff. I wonder what their talk was you like know? with Bronny. And Bronny? Yeah, I wonder what their talk was like man, with Bronny when he got back. <laughs> man, I know, bro. And I started thinking about the dynamic of like an alpha male dad and an alpha male son, bro. Like, I'm like internally, like they almost are like opponents, dang near. Yeah, he's oh, always trying to do so. they both, yeah, and they both chasing the same dream. <laughs> like they both want to be the greatest basketball player that ever lived. I'm pretty sure Bernie thinking like that because he's seeing a guy that's living with him play up to that caliber. Yeah. So he's like, man, I think I can be better than my dad. Yeah, he feel. <laughs> yeah, he feel. Uh, he getting taller. He, I, I say he gonna be around about six five, six six. He'll probably. You know, he ain't going to be his dad's size, you know, obviously, because his mom, mm-hmm. way, you know, gonna, yeah. uh, her genetics is going to keep that height from, you know, pumping up. <laughs> yeah, but man, he, like, at 16, they showed a picture of him on Twitter, and shoot, he's bigger than Brian at the age of 16, and, you know, he getting top-level training, like, Brian wasn't getting this type of training, yeah. like, this kid getting yeah. shaped and molded by the best in the world. So, That's like, crazy. His ceiling, his ceiling is crazy. And, like, he's going to be the first protege that I feel like got a chance to at least be remotely as decent as a dad. And, like, I said a couple years ago before Brun had gone to the Lakers that I feel like Brunny could probably win more rings than LeBron when he gets to the league. But Better LeBron looks like he's about to win. Yeah, LeBron looks like he's about to win a couple more, so I don't know. That's when he <laughs> only had, like, you know what I'm saying? He only had three, so I'm thinking that Brunny could get that. But yeah. It looks like Brunny might end up at six when he finished. Yeah. Or seven, bro. Yeah, it's looking if like seven. Yeah, if injuries don't, and then everybody else in the league, I feel like scrambling to catch up with him, and they all, like, it's like he confusing them or something. <laughs> everybody trying to go run and get with each other now, bro, like, and it takes a couple years to get your team on the right page. So, like, yeah, they hitting the ground running with their second year or third year for Brown with L.A. Now they starting to, like, shape up into the team that they're going to be. Like, because, you know, that first year, it always be kind of shaky. Yeah, where well, they had to get like, rid of all the young guys. Yeah, unless you put KD on the Warriors, which is already in the finals. And nothing like that's really happening. Like, yeah, unless Harden, you know. could have got. 
Let's hard yeah, go to the Nets. But it's hard to see that happening over there with the Nets because everything is it's just the first year. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kerr and all them boys had one already. It's going to be Steve Nash's first year. Like, I just think it's still be... I still don't think they would beat the Lakers even if they got hardened for some reason just because of, like, the camaraderie. Like, I think that matters in basketball. You know? Because what KD done in Golden State had never been done before. And it'll never be done again if you ask me. Yeah. That's just something that I think about. Like, I just... Barring injury, bro, LeBron is probably going to win this one again. Like, that's what it's looking like. Yeah, but the, uh, just because they got the continuity, you know. Yeah, but to take the uh, scope off the NBA for a second, let's get uh, jump into some some uh, NFL talk, man. <laughs> we had a Wednesday night game, and this, well, I, I think the I forgot what the stat said. The last Wednesday night game was maybe what? 20, man, I just looked it up. It was in twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Okay. Yeah, and they screwed it to Wednesday. They screwed it to Wednesday, so I wouldn't interfere with Barack Obama's inauguration. Ah, uh, okay. So they moved the game to a Wednesday. Okay, that's but dope. It, it had been since 1950. So, like, this is the second time since 1950 that it had a Wednesday night game. That's crazy, man. <laughs> and I feel like that was strange, not only for us, but also for the players, bruh. And they yeah. kept on postponing it. And that's why I think the Steelers came out so sluggish, bruh. Like, because, like, it was just a weird. It was you know, a weird day. It's like then it's like in the middle of the afternoon, and it's like ah, yeah, like the kickoff was weird. They said we're gonna play this day, and you get riled up, and they're like, "Nah, we're gonna play this day." So I do appreciate them being able to change suddenly like that, and at least still go out there and win. Yeah, I was, I was always win ugly. Yeah, I, I was to the <laughs> point. Like, I was like, man, just cancel the game. Put it as a yeah. tie or something, and just just yeah. move on with the you know. Yeah, it would have bothered the standings though later on in the season. That's why they had to go ahead and get it out the way. Yeah. And plus, man, the people got to make their money too. Like, what you got to be feeling to realize. Yeah. A lot of people feel know? like they, it's like the NBA, that's why they played all them, uh, what they had, like eight games when they came back and did yeah. the restart. Like, they had to yeah. beat a certain amount of games for them to get meet the contract, TV contracts mm-hmm. and all that. So, all that plays into effect yeah. too. But, uh, yeah. yeah. We've had yeah. an RG3 oh, sighting fun. yesterday. Uh, first time <laughs> I've seen him play in about, what, five years? Yeah, bro. And you could just tell his body wasn't quite in shape like that, man. Like, when he went out to scramble and his yeah. hamstring gave out, yeah. I was like, man, I know that feeling, bro. The commentator <laughs> had me laughing. He's like, oh, he's hurt. He's hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he got a bad will, bro. He got to live with that for the rest of his yeah. life. Like, I got a blown out leak, too. So, I know how he feels, bro. Yeah. Like, I know how he feel. One false movement, bro. You just not what you used to be at all. It is funny. Like, like, he had a couple flashes. He had a couple flashes. Yeah, I, I, he, had a, yeah. he had a bad but play, just too. Just like consistency. Just like consistency. Like, you knew he was going to run out of gas. Like, when he came on, I was like, ain't no way RG playing for a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> he, made it, he made it all the way to the fourth, though. So you got put. Yeah, uh, I know, bro. I know. I know. He made it. And and, and just and, uh, I think Chris Collinsworth Collinsworth says like RG three. You know he 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 always had the potential, but he just always stays hurt, and that's just the one knock he always had. I'm like, yeah, Chris, I actually yeah. agree with you yeah. on that one. <laughs> yeah, he had blow his knee out. I think before he even got to the league. Yeah, uh, you know actually, he blew it out against Northwestern State. It's crazy. 
Getting active, get some scrub team, like not scrub team, but to the caliber of what Baylor was. Yeah, well, that was. And that's what I hated seeing. Keep going. Well, you know, Baylor, they was up and coming at that point. I think that was all three sophomore year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Baylor, that was, you know, that was a basement program at that point. But, you know, Robert Griffin did, I get, he did bring the research of of Baylor football. Yeah, he was a part of that whole little, until that coach messed it up. Yeah. (laughs) Like it was kind of buzzing and then that coach, what was his name? Art something. Art Browse. Yeah, but uh, he kind of messed it up. Also, though, like the Steelers, like uh, the Steelers have been looking pretty shaky ever since. I'm gonna say this: I'm a Cowboys fan, but ever since that Cowboys game, they've been looking shaky, very, very shaky. It's like, I don't know, Ben Roethlisberger always kind of shaky, bro. Even like when they won the Super Bowls and stuff, he just wasn't like dominant. Yeah, like it's always he has a dominant defense. Yeah, and that's what they got this year, and that's why I ain't ruling them out. I really, I feel like their defense is better than Kansas City's defense, and I think it's gonna come down to that. Yeah, well, it's reported, Bud Dupree has a, a torn oh, ACL, man. so that's a big loss. So now you can shift your line over towards TJ Watt. Well, I mean, they still I have Cam Hayward and Stephon Tua. They still have a good, pretty good front seven, even if Bud Dupree hurt. hurt. Yeah, oh yeah, it hurt. That hurt. It hurts. Because man, then he get hurt against the Ravens. Like, and I hate when people like that go out like against man, the they, rivals. Man. Yeah, then like this game really like the Ravens were not as formidable as the Steelers either. So it's like he got hurt against a scrub team. Yeah. Like, man, but, and then like at what point? Man, I don't know. Keep going. Yeah, but at what? Uh, does piss because I've I've watched a couple of Pittsburgh games this year and. I've noticed that they do not go down the field as much as they used to because they have to adjust for Big Ben. You know, he had the Tommy John surgery, so he probably doesn't mm-hmm. have that same strength in his arm, you know, in his throwing arm that he used to. But mm-hmm. do you think at some point that will come to affect them? Will, well, they will have to come from behind and rely on Big Ben. Do you think that this, that offense can do it? Because it's, it's hard for them to run the ball, too. They're, they're like – in yeah. the bottom five in the and league in Russian. Yeah, I know. And that's why, like, their intermediate passing game is, like, killing right now. Like, homie said yesterday during the game, like, the the amount of time that Ben is getting the ball out now is a lot more quicker than he's ever done. So they're not really – it's almost like they're running similar to a strange kind of offense where they're trying yeah. to itch their way down the field instead of the big plays because – Ben can't even move around like he used to. Remember, he used to move around. He would yeah. scramble a little bit, throw somebody off, and, and then go deep. But now everything's off for one snap, and he letting it go like fast. Yeah. He's getting the ball. But he has the weapons the way he can go deep, though. Yeah, he got the young weapons. Washington, he got uh, James Washington, uh, Deontay Johnson, yeah. Chase Claypool yeah. come out of nowhere. Uh, he yeah, got the running. He, he, he got like, the running backs. I, I like Benny. I like Benny Snell. I like Benny Snell Jr. He's a good running back. Yeah, he got like people that's like solid. Like they solid. You, you know still what I'm got, got like Kansas City offense, but they just not like We're gonna get to the cheetah in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But the uh clo- yeah, that was but the, the close up uh off the Wednesday night game for the Ravens is basically mm-hmm. do or die like these next what, four or five weeks? How I many weeks I think they have five weeks left in the season? So it's pretty yeah, much. I think they did. Is they, they did. did. Uh, mm-hmm. the next. I think they play the Cowboys Tuesday. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think they're they, like third in the division now, like the Browns. Even yeah, the Browns, yeah. Right but with the added wild the Browns stuff, Yeah, with the added wild oh, card, though, extra, they still have a chance. You get an extra one in there. You get yeah. an extra one in there. So. Uh, yeah, they had the Cleveland Browns after that. Then they have Cincinnati and they have Philly. And I forgot who uh, mm-hmm. the last game was, but they they can possibly win four out of five. I don't think they'll beat Cleveland just off the fact like if Cleveland get their running game going, like when Cleveland gets the running game going, it's hard to beat them. You know what was like one of the sleeper moves with that team that I feel like affected them more than people want to admit, and that was just releasing Earl Thomas. Like, I know he may not have been at the caliber that he used to be at, but yeah. just having a guy like that around your team, it, like, got you a little bit more respect almost. Yeah. Like, I feel like they don't have that. You know, Baltimore used to have that one player. That you, know you had to respect. Just like, yeah. Yeah, and, like, they don't got nobody like that on their team right now. And, like, yeah. Lamar's still trying to get his respect because he's still young. But like even on defense, they don't have no thugs, no Ray yeah. Lewis, no Ed, no Ed, no Ed Reed out there. No Ed, yeah, they ain't got I, that right I, now. I think they're one, one, a, a one number one wide receiver away. I think they need to go out. It's not in free agency all through trade. Go to mm-hmm. draft. They need to get Lamar a number one receiver. Yeah, somebody that like, like when shit break down, he can just go to. But Hollywood, like, man, he's like, man, I could be that. <laughs> they yeah, don't but, throw the ball enough. Uh, yeah, but I don't, you know I, I, I don't think Hollywood, I don't think Hollywood is, you know, he's that guy that can break away. He can give you two big plays a game. But I don't think that's somebody, yeah. like, on a third down, you like, third and six, yeah. you need a first down yeah. to keep the drive alive. You, I don't just th- you just go to him. Like, D-Hop is that guy. Julio is that mm-hmm. guy. Um, who else? Mm-hmm. My, Michael Thomas is that guy. I don't know uh, who else. I mean, even Fitz at his old, even Fitz at the age he at, he's still a guy you can go to third and six in your first down. DK yeah, Metcalf. DK, Devontae Adams. Devontae you know, Adams. My favorite position yeah, in the, the game, bro. So, like, they got a lot of AB, guys once AB get right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, once he started, and you know, who they receivers, they're lots of kids. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He don't get enough rep because he kind of overshadowed a little bit by yeah. DK's freakish ability. But if you look at the passer rate with him and Rush, like, yeah. it blows out. You know what I'm saying? The reason why DK is getting yeah. all that love is because but, of Lockett. But real. Seattle's the most, they had the most underrated receiving core in the league. Yeah, because nobody ever seen Seattle throw. This is new for us, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Russell's fan, let him throw the ball, let me throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. And now you're getting to see his weapons, like, actually showcase their talent. And, and DK Metcalf, you know, he is the second coming to Megatron. It's looking right. Like, he punking good corners. And, like, yeah. I know Ramsey has shut him down, but they just zoned him the whole game. And it's yeah. before receiver when they just throw zone on well, you. Well, I, I think DK, DK needs to learn... He need. I, I don't want him to see go, him go down the Dez Bryant route where he only have so many routes he can run. I would love to see him learn the whole route tree. Yeah, and I think that'll come with time because he's still a little young. Yeah, and I think that, like Pete Carroll and all them boys, they kind of know the game enough. You know, the way I think they'll they'll tool him and equip him a little bit better because he's such a big play, and that's what you just want to press that button. Yeah. But, 
you only get a couple of those opportunities in a football game. So yeah, doing those other little things, you know. Yeah, and he 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 has the size and speed along. where he can take a five yard pass and go seventy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would like to, like you're talking about one number one receiver. I would like Julio Jones to get shot, bro. I want him to play. I want to see him with a contender. Like I could see him with the Ravens. That's what I was about. That's you know what, what I was just about to say. I say I, I if I'm the Ravens in the off season, I'm gonna make a move. I'm gonna get Julio. Uh, I'm making move somebody. I would have went. I would have signed Antonio Brown to be. But I don't think it would have worked on that team because they're more of a running football team. Yeah. But I think once Lamar like take, you had two Hollywood, him and Hollywood are like the same receiver. You don't need two of them. Well, I, I think AB because AB has the whole route tree down. Like he can go deep. He can mm-hmm. he can catch a short. He can get the short pass. He can do the intermediate routes, and he has the ability mm-hmm. to take it and take it sixty. But uh, yeah. I I mean I I don't, I don't I think don't know if it, I don't know if I haven't seen it. I don't know if he's the same AB that we used to see though. Yeah, yeah. Like I I think that time off after a little bit. Like I think he kind of slowed him down a little bit. We, we know because he on like the second half of his career now. You know the receivers they usually be hot for the first like eight years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. They, they say first eight years is when they usually like after that eighth year for receivers unless you like Fitzgerald or Julio, you know, you still can be productive. But, but okay, so I have a good okay. question for you. If you can build your mm-hmm. perfect wide receiver, like mm-hmm. such and such route running ability, this guy's speed, mm-hmm. this guy's intelligence, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, this guy's hands, how mm-hmm. like how would you build that receiver? Like you can take from any different different players, you know. Like what? What would be like? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Like, yeah, I know she. <laughs> I think D Hop hands for sure. I think he got ooh, a big hand. Yeah. Just because, like, he, like before he got to Sean Watson, bro, it's like he was catching balls from like scrubs. But he was still having hundred catch seasons. And that's and that's when you know when do raw, and it don't matter who's throwing on the ball. I think. Odell Beckham has the crispest routes in the game. Him or uh, an underrated guy, Calvin Ridley. I love his route tree, too. He got the whole route tree also. Okay. And physique-wise, Julio. <laughs> Julio physique, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, bro. And I always for Julio because we graduated in the same class, and I was a receiver, so I paid attention to the guys with like the top three in my class. Yeah. And Julio was one of those guys uh, was at the top. Him, AJ Green, and they had this kid named DeAndre Brown. He I had remember him. Southern Miss. I remember and him. He was me out in that game, but I went to LSU camp, and he was in my group. And I was he came late, right? So the first two days we by ourselves, and I'm the biggest receiver in our group. So I'm thinking I'm hot, man. When this dude came, oh my god, <laughs> bro! This dude was six six. 220 or something in high school, bro. Yeah, I remember DeAndre this man Brown. Broad jump. <laughs> this dude broad <laughs> jump, and the coaches went crazy <laughs> and crazier. And sure enough, he blew his knee out. It was never the same. So I started playing football in Lake Charles, which is the arena league. And I bumped into him, and we went played in Memphis, Tennessee. And he was playing on a team out there. This dude still huge. Dang. But he was one of those small minded country guys, and like, if he would have left home, I think he would have done a lot better. But he chose Southern Miss over every Division One because that was home. Yeah, you know, 
and he was comfortable there. And I think it kind of got in his way. I wish he would have left. Yeah. Or just the difference on, you know, on where you grow up at too. Because like Julio was from Alabama and he went to Bama and like, yeah. I got to watch some of his high school highlights too because um, his quarterback came to Louisiana College. Oh, okay. So, like he was his quarterback from high school was just raving about how good he was. So I got to watch some of his high school highlights, and this dude scored every time he touched the ball. <laughs> I believe it. I don't think I don't think the dude got tackled. Dang. He looked like he got tackled. Like they couldn't even tackle him. He was that much better than everybody. Okay, so so you got uh, D Hop hands, you got Julio physique. I'll take Beckham route. Oh, you got Beckham's on routes. Beckham route tree, and then I would just like, I guess Fitzgerald can fix like to play all those games consecutively like he done. Yeah, and doing at the level and doing at the level that he done. Like I don't know who his trainer is, what's eating, like. If you're a young receiver, you need to mimic what he do off the field. Kind of similar to like Chris Paul, what he do in the NBA. Yeah. Ones who just play at a high level for a long time, including LeBron James, too. Like, they hardly ever injured. You know what I'm saying? They always out there. Ah, Chris Paul has it. it. When you need him the most, he has when he... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Fitzgerald consistency, I would say. Okay. And I think that would be, that would be like, an ideal receiver and honestly bro cause like I was thinking about this the other day cause I was watching uh, I Am Athlete and they asked T.O. That, que- that question but like my mm-hmm. receiver would be Chad Chad Ochocinco's feet cause he had the best feet in the league alright <laughs> right. I agree I'm going I uh, do his drills bro. I love his drills like, he got a lot of drills on YouTube I'm going I'm uh, going to steal him Chad, I'm going, no, not, I'm going Megatron for Zeke. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he came from Georgia Tech and they never threw the ball. It yeah. tripped me out. Who, who missed that recruit? <laughs> <laughs> like, why, all them SEC teams around Georgia, he was a Tech. Well, I like, think he was from Atlanta, history. so. Yeah, I think he just, I guess, yeah, he just stayed yeah. home. Yeah, he just stayed home. He been a Bulldog, he must have, but. But Georgia that. running offense too, so it wouldn't have matter. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's probably how he was looking at it. Oh, uh, I would yeah. go. This is an underrated guy. A lot of people don't talk about. I would go B B Marshall hands. Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall. I remember that game. He had them twenty three catches. Yeah. And like I love receivers, bro. I ain't gonna lie. And like <laughs> I miss. <laughs> When I was coaching at Oakdale, I got to go to LSU camp. Yeah. And, um, it was like the coaches, coaches retreat. And the receiver coach from LSU let me shadow him for one day. And he showed me some of B. Marshall film from the Broncos. And he was like, man, if that kid could have got his head on straight, he was the best receiver I ever coached. And this guy had coached at Georgia. He coached A.J. Green. He coached at Tech when they had Eddie Royal. Wow. He was like, man, Brandon Marshall, he's like, Brandon Marshall was the best receiver I've ever seen. This black dude, bro, he was on the LSU for one year and he left. I don't know where he at now, but it was cool, brother, behind the scenes, like, to get into all those storylines that you have been watching on TV yeah. for so long. It was tight, bro. I was soaking up everything that day, bro. I don't know why. He just asked me to follow him and I just did. <laughs> I'm in his office watching film with him. 
That's crazy. Well, he probably seen that you you was real interested. He probably figured like you'll probably sit there and you know soak it in. He helped me out. He helped me out a lot, bro. And I think tight to go back and teach some of that stuff that he had worked. Yeah, like because I was working at Oakdale and like that was Darren Dunn's junior year, so like he ended up becoming like you know all state receiver too. So it's like I got to see it work. Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, uh, I meant to, I wanted to bring this up on the pod on the Third Coast podcast, but uh, I wasn't uh, I didn't make it on this week's episode that they recorded the other day, but um. Mm-hmm. Homegrown, we got Darian Dunn. He's uh taking his mm-hmm. talents to NC State, and mm-hmm. you know he has the opportunity. Well, I think I, me personally, I think he will be in the NFL in the next two years. You know, once he's finished, yeah. you know, in college. But just to see him, you know, I remember, you know, I I, re- I you know I always used to see him around as a little kid. You know what I'm saying? It was it's just dope to see him now. You know. He, you know, then I like the fact that he didn't stay close to home. He he's going to Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> That's ten hours. Yeah, yeah. 10, 12 he had hours. To take that gamble. He had to take that gamble, and like I'm telling it, like man, it's all about like now when she starts getting into the NFL competition, like it's more of a business than it is like what you love or where you want to be at. And I'm like, bruh. Whatever the biggest platform you can get on, go there because you need the exposure to get to the next level. So I'm glad that he was willing to take that gamble. And yeah. because of taking that gamble, something bigger is coming for him. Like, I just got off the phone with him. Like, even something bigger within, like, the next week or so. You know what I'm saying? Because once you start to take risks, it's like sometimes you get rewarded in ways that you don't even. Yeah. So, like, Darren probably going to have some even bigger news coming soon, you know, and I'll just let him share with the world what that is, but this kid is special, like, I knew of him, but I never saw him athletically until his sophomore year, I um, went and worked a a camp in Lake Charles, which when I was playing with the Swatch Club, so the players, we would host these camps, and Randall Gordon had bought a group of the kids from Oakdale, and I hadn't been around Oakdale really. You know, we was losing, so you ain't gonna think we had nothing. Yeah. You know, no, had any type of talent really. But man, I saw this kid like he was doing stuff in his junior and sophomore year that I wasn't able to do till my junior sophomore year in college. Yeah. So I was like, man, this kid got a little something else. He got he got a little more juice. And, man, he's one of the main reasons why I wanted to go back home because I felt like I wanted to help him go through that process. It's like, when you that good and you in a place like where we came from, your coaches really can't understand you. They don't even know what it feels like to be, you know, yeah, that good per se. So I just think being close to him during that process, I think it helped him and it also helped me because, like, when I was coming up, like, the guys that was raw before us, like, they would hate on you, kind of. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I, remember, I already like, know, bro. I, I remember I remember going to Josh and yeah, they like, man, y'all not, I remember this. And I, man, me and Josh, bro, I'm like, hey, man, we doing this because they say we can't. Like, the people that we looked up to and idolized. It's like, you know, remember when we were the little Oakdale Warrior football was bigger than yeah. anything. 
Trust me, I, yeah. I know. I was yeah. I was in the stand for a couple of them games. I, I was in the stand for people yeah. that come help. <laughs> they yeah, they help, they ready to be helpless. <laughs> yeah, and that and I think that's why Odell never quite seen the success that we could have because nobody was there, was willing to be that stepping stone for like the kids who actually have a chance to do it to give them a chance to actually do it, bro. And like. Man, it was it was cool, bro. And what's so crazy, we had so many more talented kids on that team. I'm telling you, bro, in two years I coached, they had way more talent than we had when I was there. Way more. They worked harder and everything. But, like, I think we just had this passion of it that was passed down traditionally that had stopped being passed down. Like, I don't think we had like a really winning season since we graduated, you know, like <laughs> where Odell was dominant, you know? And I'm like, man, where did that fall off or go wrong? Yeah. And I, I couldn't quite figure it out even when I got there. But yeah, I thought, I thought seeing Kendall win would just be enough motivation for them. And then I think Eunice, man. didn't Eunice end up winning the state championship too? Yeah, bro. I'm like, they dominate us, bro. I'm like, that, that. You know how hard it was to lose to Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> In Oakland. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah, we hadn't beat Kendall since our senior year since 2008. Kendall has beat us 12 straight, 13 straight years or something like that. Wow. They have dominated the rivalry as a plate, bro. It's like, man, it was so unusual, but they built a program over there that's very impressive. Once I did become a coach, man, they found something that worked and they stuck to it. You know what I'm saying? They found something that worked and they stuck to it, dog. That's crazy. And once they dropped the private schools, it was wide open. But yeah. Like we had, we changed our whole philosophy right before that. Like I honestly think if Manuel could have stuck around a couple more years, like, he wasn't the greatest coach, but Oakdale had a style of play. Physical. And we changed it. Yeah, and we changed our style of play. And then it takes a while for you to get that, you know. And I loved what Randall Gordon was doing and his vision of what he was trying to do, but it takes a while to get that it going. It takes patience. Cause it took, yeah, because how long it took May to really get that going? May was around the program for about 10 years before he actually got to do it, you know. <laughs> like... I think Manuel came in the early 2000s or something like that. You know? Yeah, that, and that, it's it's crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's just good to see yeah. you know see him doing his thing. Uh, Mr. Darian Dunn. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, oh, well, like, hopefully one day one of these I can sit down with him mm-hmm. and uh just oh, pick yeah. his brain oh, about well, some oh, things. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, most definitely, bro. And I don't know, like right now with them being in college, like can they even speak on things platforms like this? You know, once he gets to where he's going, of course, yeah. like there ain't gonna be a voice for a lot of people, bro. Yeah, it, well, it, like, he ain't one, even. for one thing, it gives it gives like the kids around here hope. Like, hey, oh, like yeah, I can do that. They can do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's gonna open up so many doors for kids, bro. Then and now th- that then when he on his bio it say Odell, Louisiana, so now all those coaches that's been looking at him, they're gonna go peek at that school and mm-hmm. see what they got. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, and I saw the effect of that when I went to Louisiana College. Like, when I went there, they were like, what y'all got at Oakdale? You know what y'all got? And, like, three kids went to that college after me. So, like, another kid may be following done to wherever he go next. Yeah. You know? It's tight. It's tight how that works, bro. But I just think he about to quit. Not only himself, but a lot of people from that area alone on another platform, bro. Yeah. Because, yep. like, 
they'll let got people in the league now that stars. So I'm like, I told him before his season started his junior year, like, man, the dream is pretty close, bro. When I turn on the TV and I'm seeing kids with Alexandra on the Raiders, on the Jaguars, I'm like, hey, bro, the dream getting close to Odell. <laughs> yeah. The dream getting close to Odell, bro. But man, oh. to uh, get off football, man, cause like, uh, cause you know me and you, you know I didn't, you know I didn't play it, but I was I watched the game so much I love it, and you, you played it, you played it at a you played it at a pretty high level, you know. Uh, before we get yeah. into that, uh, y'all two thousand and seven uh basketball team, uh, I would say like y'all had y'all had the big man. Y'all had y'all had y'all had the score, y'all had the shooter. But yeah. when it was time, yeah. but when it was but, but when it was uh Miller time, that ball went to you. Man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Explain that feeling, you know, cause um you've hit some big you hit some big shots. Dang, that's so tight. Like, and I always, like I tell people this all the time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, for real, because like I went to college and I got to experience a few clutch moments in college too. See, it's an out-of-body experience, dog. It's really, it feels like it ain't even you that's doing it, you watching it happen. Like, when I went to college, like I was able to catch the pass and put us in the playoffs for the first time in history. Yeah. So Dang. it's like, AT, it slows down. And even those moments in high school, like, I guess having the confidence in yourself that you can do it. Like, the times that I hit the game winners, like, I hit two of them, I think. Maybe three. I, I know you don't want to play off game. Get, yeah, I look at Wilson and I'm like, man, give me the ball, bro. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what it was. And it's crazy because like y'all had y'all y'all had a thirty point a game score on y'all team and y'all and, and it was y'all had a y'all had a big man y'all had a six 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 seven you know around mm-hmm. here six 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 seven you don't that's huge that's huge and that's huge. you know but when it came Miller time everybody knew the ball was going to you man and, and, I mean did it come from your yeah. teammates also like that yeah that they can trust you solely. yeah that's where it came from solely and like I've always been a player like publicly, like, accolade-wise, you'll go look back at it and, like, I ain't get none of the major awards and nothing when it comes to the presses. But, like, every year on that team, I was the MVP. You know what I'm saying? And that was because my peers believed in me. Yeah, It really had nothing to do with me and my talent. But my friends, the people that I was around every day, they knew. And, like, that's what mattered to me. Because, like, Going into that season, my knees was messed up, bro. Like, I had just came off of averaging 24 a game the previous season. So, I'm going in thinking, man, I'm about to average. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's time (laughs) to go up. You know, it's time for me to go up. But it was better for me that year to take the backseat and more become a facilitator. I was more like a Rondo my senior year. Yeah. And, like, that's what you get when you, you know what I'm saying, just to feel in that peace. We didn't need two scores. In high school, you really just need one that could go, really. Yeah. And we had a defensive stopper in Josh, and oh, then we just man, had a streaky shooter in Arsenio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and then we had a streaky slasher in Gordon, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Who on any given night could go for 20, and you won't even know it, but yeah. it's on a random night, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that, that was a well put together team, too. Yeah, it's like on the status of basketball, on like a perfect team, on like the pieces. 
Like, we had all the pieces, bro. It was fun, bro. Like, and then you've been playing with those guys all your life. Yeah. And that's what was so special about it. Like, man, we've been playing ball with each other forever. So, like, our chemistry, like I tell you, it take a while for that stuff to come together. And our sophomore year, when everybody got kicked off the team, I think that was the reason why we ended up being so successful because yeah. we got to play early. And that was the first time in Oakdale history that people got to play early. Usually, you got to wait for your junior year. That's how yeah. Oakdale used to be. Junior year. That's you when you get your PT. Yeah, you ain't get... Yeah, you ain't get to play off the rip. And like now, like these these kids playing especially, <laughs> they throwing them in the eighth grade if they can. Like yeah. when he was coming, you had to like wait your turn. Yeah. Like I ain't play football till my junior year. I ain't get on the field. Basketball I ain't played till my sophomore year. Like it's crazy. Yeah. But we it, just had this camaraderie, bro. And that's it. You know, and that, and that that team there, man. It's just man. I'm like man. I never. I think I went to one. I think I went to one game. You know, I, I almost ended up on the basketball team. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. You should have came and played, bro. Man. It was a dang a comedy show. I tell you that. Yeah. Well, I, I had to. I was given a choice because, like, you know, growing up, how we grew up is like, you know, you can do this, but you know, mm-hmm. if you need some, you know. Things, you know, sometimes things gonna be tight. And I'm like, man, I'm going to work because it's some stuff I want. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, dog. I and, feel you, know, bro. And I, I feel you, dog. And, and, I, and I, like, man, I ain't gonna lie. You might have made the right decision, bro. I'm like, now that I'm a little bit older, like, I think differently about the whole thing. And now, like, thinking about when I have kids, like, am I gonna allow them? And then, truthfully, bro, only people that really had a chance to really go play was the Corey and Rookie because they yeah. had stature to do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, they had the right physique because, like, it's all that matters in basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, now I'm a little bit older and I'm like, man, you know what? I probably could have put a little more energy to something else if I was looking down the road. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's good to live in a moment. Six feet. Yeah, that's cool. And like in Odell, we tend to do that more than often. But like when when you ambitious and yeah. like you know you're trying to go somewhere, like and I think that's what helped the Corey out because he was so ambitious. But then he had a goal, he had an end goal, and he knew how he was gonna get there. Yeah, and like he came from another place, and I think him alone too can have the same effect that a Darren and Darren had. Um on like the next kids coming along in basketball and just like having a, a view of where you can actually go with it. And DeCorey, he didn't touch no other sport. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's and another Darren guy I want to sit down did, with. <laughs> yeah. And Darren, he only did two sports. Like he wanted to play basketball and I told him no. Like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they, you know what I'm saying? Focus, like, you know, focus in. Games, and he's the most active. He's the most athletic kid in the school. He was doing reverses and 360s. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, it ain't even worth it. Because, like, you already got your... You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, looking back on it, I'm like, man, T. Pot, a lot of us shouldn't have been playing. be called go out there and run by themselves. Nah, but... Nah, that, nah. that was one of the best times of my life. One of the best times of my life. I wouldn't trade that moment for next. Yeah. And we still, like... That senior class, like that's my friends, bro. And like we had, we've had the camp. I think four years now. Yeah. Did Corey come back, and then we all go and work with him. You know, and it's tight. You know, it's tight. Man, bro. Be able to do that. 
to get into some NBA talk, man. Uh, talk of the league last couple, well, last twenty four hours. Matter of fact, less than twenty four hours has been this trade, probably one of the most equal trades in NBA history if I ever seen one. Because you usually have a loser, but I don't see. I I, I would say Washington lost because they had to give up a first round pick for Russell Westbrook, but. Uh, to go back through the trade, uh, even swap Houston, Washington trade John Wall, Russell Westbrook, Washington sending the first round pick along with Wall to Houston. Um, I want a, a future first round pick. Let me say that twenty twenty three first round pick. So who knows what they're gonna be? So Houston might have yeah, some. Yeah, and I know. I think Washington may actually be a contender in the East, though. So, like that pick may not be as high as they think it. Yeah. Like, if I'm Bradley Beal, I'm mad. Today, like, <laughs> I'm not necessarily mad because, like, you remember Russ and PG play well together. You know, they PG got this big contract because of that year he played with Russ with in the regular so season, think, though, like, Bello. I know, and that's pretty much all Washington gonna be good for. We know they ain't gonna be no championship contenders, right? <laughs> not right now, at least. Man, but they got they, they got nice squad be. down there with Bertans, and they got Rui Hachimura. Man, that's a nice squad. Yeah, I know. I think it's gonna open the floor up a little bit more for Bradley Bill having Russell Westbrook on there, and then like yeah, they gonna collapse the defense. Yeah, they gonna go with um Scotty Brooks. Like him and him and Russ got already got some camaraderie. Like he going back to his old coach, like. I think it is a better fit for both of those guys. And Wall well, is a little more, like, easy going. Like, Russell, like... Oh, he got one, one <laughs> team, real. one team, every play. Yeah, and, like, Houston didn't have that type of culture to fit where he was, like... You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I think Houston has that laid-back culture that Wall will excel a little bit better in that system. Yep. I really do. Like, West- I think, like you said, they both won. Yeah, Westbrook a dog though. I think, I think, I think, I uh, think Bill needed. I think Bill needs somebody like that. But you know, mm-hmm. you know how Russ get man. It's get crunch time. That pressure. They start to the boat start to come out that pipe, man. For some odd reason, I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. But it's like, like the older he got, like the more broke his shot got. It's weird. <laughs> But, like, they showed a stat today that he has the first three-point percentage out of anybody that's ever taken 2,500 threes, bro. And, like, I was like, man, I don't remember him being that off, but I guess, like... He started KD shooting more. Him up. Yeah, and I think KD was covering him up in the first couple of years. Cause him he and James Harden. to do them things. Yeah. yeah. So he really never really had to work on his game. And, that, like, I hate that he didn't put the work in earlier, but he didn't have to because he was just fitting with the team Damn. needed. At that moment, you know, but I, so I he wasn't really looking. I, I, it's gonna be a dangerous team. I think a, I think it was gonna make them dangerous, especially with Bertans on the court. That one four pick and roll, pick and pop, and then you got Bill. Like yeah. you, got, like it's gonna be a lot of closing out. You got to do against that team. Man, I really think they should. They could be a top five seed in the in the East. I, I give Easily. I give them a six. Yeah, I think they're going to go top five. Because they got a lot of teams that's kind of shaky, bro, over there. Atlanta like, coming. Boston lost a lot. Atlanta on their way. I know Boston lost a lot. Philadelphia is still like, I don't know. It depends how they're going to make it. it they got to make their work. Yeah. Ben Simmons got to shoot some yeah. kind of jumper. Yes. 
But but they you know man, they brought in some they brought in Drew. They brought in some players. They didn't get Bogdanovich. But they brought in some that's players. What they, that's what, and that's who and that's who would have took them over the scale. I think by missing out on him, it kind of just kept them at about the same calories as they was last yeah. year. Yeah. And like Drew Drew I think Drew, a little he, bit better than Bledsoe. But do you yeah. think you could get him over the hump? Nah, like you think they could win a championship? Bogdanovich, like you said, Bogdan Bogdanovich will put them over the hump, but maybe maybe Drew Holiday pushes them to the finals. Maybe they maybe they don't get beat in the East Coast Finals this year. But yeah. I mean, maybe he he, he might he, I mean you gotta I mean you got he's gonna space the floor a little bit with Bledsoe on the court. You ain't gotta really worry about him shooting. Yeah, he ain't had no shot. Yeah, I, I think they I, I would have kept Brogdon. I would I would have got rid of I would have let Bledsoe go for let Brogdon go. Man, for real. For real, though. But, uh, he was like rookie of the year, something. Yeah, and but, uh, uh, to take a look at Houston, though, like they got it, but they got um, Boogie, they got Harden, they got John Wall. I mean, how's that? I mean, I how's that backcourt going to work? They gonna run? I don't know what system they going to uh, run. They, like, they, are they going to stick with Antonio? No, they got like, the they got the assistant coach from Dallas, so. Mm-hmm. I see them more. So Boogie, Boogie gonna be the starting center. Like they gonna go back big. Yeah, I'm, obviously they don't have no center, so he they ain't got no choice. But him, it's either him or Tyson Chandler. <laughs> and I, I think yeah, I see them I more Houston. kind of a free flowing offense, a lot of motion and all that. Uh, yeah, they trying to get hard out of that too, though. I think I think he'll be gone before the trade deadline up too. Hey, if I'm if I'm Houston and I know. That KD and Kyrie trying to talk the Nets upper management into getting him. Mm-hmm. I'm telling them I want three first rounders. Give me Dimwitty. Give me Levert. And Levert. Give me uh Jared Allen. I'm giving you my franchise. Y'all can I'm keep giving you my whole franchise. Hey, I want I want everything. I want everything you got. <laughs> I'm replacing everything I yeah. lost when I traded for Russell Westbrook. And I think that's why it ain't happened yet, because of that. You know what I'm saying? Because they, like, they asking for a lot. And I honestly think this first-round pick that they just got, they may add it into the package. We're hard. Because, like, they're going to have to give up something, too. Like, they ain't going to be able to just give up hard alone. Yeah. Well, they was talking you know? on ESPN about, like, one of the superstar players has to go with, uh, yeah. to go, to tr- like, swap KD, and then I will swap Kyrie for James. No, like, if I'm if I'm Houston, I'm I, I don't want one. Just give me Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, all them, you know. Got John Wall. We'll either draft a superstar or we'll have enough pieces to where we can attract a free agent to come play. <laughs> yeah. So, and they had one rumor that they may try a three team trade that would send Ben Simmons to Houston. Then the the young guys from the Nets would go to the Sixers, and Harden would go. But with Wall and Simmons, I can't see them playing together. Nah, so they both got had the ball. Set out. Yeah, and they both shot and really that way. So. <laughs> but I was excited, man, about Houston, bro, because like I'm living out here now, and I was excited to go see Russell live because yeah. like I got to watch him live like twice, and bro, me too. He go hard, bro. He yeah. fun to watch in person. So I was kind of sad about that trade when they when it all had came out that the season was like. 
they was all trying to get out of there. I get. The, I mean, if things pick back up, I can. You know, I can go see John. I never seen John Wall in person, so. No, I never seen him either. I like, I've never seen Harden either. So I'm going. I'm definitely going to catch a couple games this year. I want to see. I, I want to see a bunch of young talent. I've yet to watch LeBron too. So. I, I'm gonna watch LeBron. I probably never have the uh, the good fortune of watching LeBron live in person because of how high them tickets be when he come to town. Yeah, I mean it's worth it, bro. Like for real. Like I got paid a lot of money to see Kobe in New Orleans. Was I that the game that uh, he had that triple double and a comeback win? Yeah, I think yeah. yeah that's I think Who you and two? Ryan had win, huh? You Ryan and Cody. Man, I think they were there. I had one with my girl. They oh, okay. were there, though. Yeah, I know they Ryan was, was telling me about game. it. He said they was about to leave, yeah, and he was, said yeah. Cody talked him in the stand, like, man, you never know what might happen, and Kobe ended up coming back, yeah. triple dub. Yeah. So I got to see my dude Dame yeah. Dollar, though. What you think them boys in Portland going to do, though, man? They re-signed Melo one-year deal. They did? They gave Melo another yeah, deal? Yeah, they, they gave Melo another That's deal. Good. They made another run. They uh traded they got Ennis Counter back there, so they got Nurkic Counter and uh they got the bigs. They got the wing, they got the wing score mellow. They got they still got that mm-hmm. the probably to me the best backcourt in the league. Uh with yeah. Dame and, and CJ. See, McCullum McCullum was kinda of banged up at the end of the year. I hope he can stay a little bit more healthy. Yeah. He's small. Him and dang small. So their durability down the end of the season be kind of wearing on them a little bit because they got to do so much. Like, them boys play the whole game. Yeah. Like, they the type of backcourt. They ain't coming out unless they in foul trouble type of shit. I don't know. I <laughs> mean, you, you got Gary Trent. Gary, Gary Trent shows something last. Ooh, you know, he, he, nice. he, he shows nice. something. Then you got Melo. So you he got nice. some people to take the scoring load off of you. He's nice. I like him. He was hitting some big shots. The West is this. I want to see him. Go ahead. What you say? I say the West is gonna be West? it's gonna be piled up again. In the middle, like I think I ain't gonna lie, but I think the Lakers got a couple strides on them right now. Oh yeah, Lake, <laughs> Oh yeah, it's the it's Lakers. Then every it's Lakers. Yeah. Clippers. <laughs> then everybody yeah. else. Uh, you got yeah. you know Dallas coming. Dallas they probably one player away. I think they're one do week. The Nuggets, do the Nuggets deserve to have a little respect right now? Oh, that was just a flu. That they beat the Clippers. Like, should they be the second best team in the West? Cause oh, they ain't lose nobody. They ain't lose nobody on their team. I don't think they lost. Like, they lost Jeremy Grant. They lost Tory Craig. Who we went to? Who we went to? Jeremy Grant. Oh, Grant. I want to say Man, I like him. I want to mm-hmm. say he, he. I think he went to Detroit. Dang, I like this game. Uh, they lost Tory Craig. Um, I think that's it. They still got a, they still deep though. They still got Monte Morris, one of my he he was like an underrated point guard. Yeah, he could play. Um, man, Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Michael Porter Jr. He might take another leap. Yeah, I, I can see him. He I think. Yeah, fifteen. I think he's gonna give him fifteen a game this year. He has showed a little, a little fight. Uh, you know, out east. You know, you got go ahead. Man, but the Clippers lost. Man, they. Lost. I think that Harold is gonna. It's gonna come back like losing Montrez Harrell, and they trying to say, 
Ibaka is an upgrade from Harold. No. I don't see that. Ibaka ain't blocked shots since he was in OKC, Oklahoma City. I, ain't, I don't know what they talking about. Uh, but who like, will go? He, he gone? No, they were... They he's not they trying he, to shot they, him up. Yeah, they trying to get rid of him now. They because um, you know that team that was a hard nosed team for you know PG and Kawhi came there with the low management and all that. You know they played every game, practice every mm-hmm. day. They come in, they just mm-hmm. you know, and that's what uh to, to get into that. Paul Drugs was recently on the All the Smoke podcast with uh, Stacks and uh, Matt Barnes. You know, one of my favorite podcasts, sports podcast, listen to. But um. Mm-hmm. PG was on there and just to paraphrase what he was saying, basically he he was putting all the blame on everybody else except him. I mean, he said Doc didn't try to make no adjustments. Um, yeah, I saw one thing he said he was trying to treat him like he was Ray Allen and JJ. Ray yeah, like like Paul. First off, you hitting you hitting jumbles off the back of the side of the backboard. First off, second off, Michael Jackson got a song called "Man in the Mirror." You need to go listen to that and look at yourself. <laughs> Before you start pointing the finger, yeah. you and Kawhi, you and that, they made asses of themselves. Especially as a, a coach that has proven that he can win, I can see it through a scrub coach. But come on, man, nobody's ever criticized Doc Rivers. Yeah, and, like I don't think I've ever heard anybody just openly criticize Doc Rivers. But and, it's like, and then you know, uh, culture. Doc, you know, uh. Something that had between Paul George and Doc Doc Rivers' daughter, and you know, Doc uh, put that to the side, and you know, he may, you know, went talk to Paul George, huh? It was some off the court stuff too. Yeah, it was off. It was some off the court stuff. Allegedly, yeah, take the season. <laughs> well, yeah, this is well, this is before he, I think this is before he went to L.A. Yeah, but you know what? Dad ain't gonna forget that. Oh, nah, Dad ain't gonna forget that. <laughs> nah, uh-uh. Nah, so... And, and Paul, you know, this is... This, it wouldn't be so bad if this was if this was Paul George's first time giving it up in the playoffs, but he's shown on multiple occasions he's giving it up in the playoffs. I, I like Paul George until the moment he, him yeah. and Pat Beverly were mocking Dame Dollar at the free throw line. That After that, it was all hate from... It was just me spewing... <laughs> Yeah, it's like a Dane had a he stooped down a little bit. Like that was more Pat Beverly's move than it was PG uh, move, yeah. and that's why he went to apologize. But I think he was trying to also get on his team bandwagon because he they was already saying that they didn't really like him. Yeah, so I think he was just trying to be accepted. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how Beverly <laughs> enrolled, like Harold yeah. and all them. So I think Paul George was just trying to be accepted. So he made that move. Yeah, he made that that dang time move. Oh, but. do you think Kawhi is rethinking about trying to uh, about asking? Well, get actually getting Paul George to the Clippers. <laughs> I think I think that I team would I think that team would have went second round anyway without Paul George. Man, I don't know what. Kawhi be thinking like for real, bro. Dude, so like his emotions, but like, I don't know, bro. What he thinking? But I know he's gonna come back ready to go, though. Like, oh yeah, I he- think he's such a like self-driven person. Like they said it earlier, but I don't think he is that great at raising his teammates up to the yeah, level. He's not he a leader. Do it. Yeah, he just yeah. gonna go do and it himself. Like, yeah, and it's like he don't want to be the leader, kind of. 
Like, because he, he played with Popovich, yeah. Duncan, Parker. Like, he was a, he never had to leave. Yeah, then he went to Toronto. He was in Toronto. Kyle Lowry was already there. Lowry was already the leader. Yeah, so, so. I think this is the first time where he had to be, like, leaned on to be the leader, and it was a lot. But yeah. he's still young, too. Yeah. Like, he ain't that old. I think me and him the same well, age. Man. Yeah, he ain't that old, bro. I, so like, also, you know, like, I think his his I think his leadership more. He's a sh- he's like the type he gonna by, show you more than tell you. Like he gonna go yeah, out there, by yeah, play. by his play, by his play. Yeah. I don't think he's the type of guy to give you face. Yeah, it was something going on because his play just went up in the playoffs. It was something else. That's how it was something else going on with the Clippers. Well, I don't think like, nobody want from the Clippers like want to be there. To yeah. Yeah, it don't look like they wanted to play. They didn't want to like, be there. I don't think none of them none of them wanted to be there. And I think like being in a bubble and like like a lot of relationships have ended during this fucking pandemic because you have to be around your partner all yeah. the time. And I think them boys being around each other all the time, they started hating each other. Yeah. Because they started seeing like another side of themselves kinda. Well, they on the road you know, most of the time, you know, during the season. They on the road. But, man, you, but man you, you living together now. I'm telling you the difference. It's different, T. I'm telling you, bro. Instead of having it's a room different. to yourself, you you uh you got a room with somebody. <laughs> We're doing everything together. I can't go home to my girl and get this rebound. Like, I can't. I just got to sit here and listen to them. And, like, you could look at their team and the personalities and you could see that it really was like, their personalities didn't mesh well. I think it was more of Kawhi. It was Kawhi and PG, and then it was everybody. Because that mm-hmm. team, because most, yeah, yeah, yeah. most, most of them was already there. Yeah. I mean, they brought in Marcus Morris, but he fit in more with yeah. with Lou Will, Montrez, and all of them, you know, them boys. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I think they come in there, they change, they really tried to change the culture. Like, they pick it, yeah. like, they they load this manage, they game. pick and choose what games they play, they didn't want to practice. Then them boys, they play every game. They gonna go out there and fight, claw, scratch, and get that dub. And I just it just it didn't miss. I just think at the, man, at the end of the day, the Clippers is still the Clippers, dog. Like I wanted to get on it. They bought them feeders. I was buying it. Man, it's just what they are in LA. I just hate I ain't gonna hate to say it, it's just the truth. And honestly, bro, I think the Clippers may re- not that Kawhi can't ball, but man, we all know he won that ship in Toronto because KD he got hurt. KD, <laughs> man, when they Achilles, bro, when it snapped, that went they championship. And I wouldn't be surprised if Kawhi never wins another ring. It would not surprise me no, if he, he never wins another championship. Because you got to think he getting I, older. He got he got these these guys in Dallas, Luca, them boys in Portland mm-hmm. still going strong. You never. I Young mean, man. one of these days, the Kings gotta. They gotta eventually win at some point. <laughs> Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Phoenix just added CP three. <laughs> Phoenix just added CP three to that team. Yeah, I, that's the that's, that's the second. Yeah, that's the second best backcourt right now to me. CP three and Devin Booker. Cause I mean, what you gonna do? Yeah, you got. Yeah, eight. I like them together too. Yeah, you got Aiden down low. When he start eating, mm-hmm. he dish it out yeah. a deep book. 
I think it's gonna help him I more. I wish they could have kept Ubre, man. I wish they could have kept Ubre. I, I think like they wanted to move Ubre. him anyway, man. I think they was ready to yeah, move I think, him. I just think, I just think his star, like he has a big personality, so I think he was kind of getting in the way of deep book at times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like they had to choose between which personality, like, because they both kind of like big personality. Yeah, I, I think deep book like more Ubre. like a mellow, mellow type of person, but yeah. Ubre, he, he just, yeah. like, he gonna let you know. Yeah. You're like Ubre the star of the team in his eyes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he like he like Nick Young. He he this generation Nick Young. Yo. Yup. Yup. That's a perfect example for him. Man, a, a lot of people don't know though. Ubre right there from the from right there in New Orleans. Yeah. Went to a little prep school. Yup, it's, it's crazy. You know how many players from that in the league is from Louisiana. Yeah. I like his game. Oh yeah. I started um like, I've been following LSU basketball the last couple of years. And I'm, they had a kid get drafted, well, I think, the last three seasons. Yeah. You know, coming out of Louisiana. Skylar Mays got drafted this year, so. Yeah, I, I like Louisiana basketball. He's kind of underrated. Yeah, they got, I mean, so, Baylor, look at Baylor. Baylor got what? They got uh, Jared Buller. He's from Reserve. Uh, Mark Vital. He's from Lake Charles. I mean, they keep going. Keep one, bro. But it, I mean, it's dope yeah. to see. And um, to close up, I mean, we just had recently the NBA draft. Uh, out of whack. It's been an out of whack year, so of course the draft gonna be out of whack. But top three picks, <laughs> you know, it was Edwards, Wiseman, Lamelo. Didn't know where all that was gonna go in, but we found out draft night. Mm-hmm. Uh, which rookie makes? Out of those three, which one makes the most immediate impact? Wiseman, I think, don't make the most immediate because he's going to a contender that's going to be in the mix, like, right now. Yeah. Like, Timberwolves probably going to be at the bottom half. And the Hornets, that's just where they live at, I think, because <laughs> of their market. I think because of their market, it's just hard to get. Like you gonna have to draft your superstar. Like ain't nobody ever just gonna want to. No, they just gave. They just gave Gordon Hayward 120 million for four years. And I'm like, who? And that's the only person that would pay him that. I'm like, what is Jordan doing? <laughs> Jordan drafted Adam Morrison and Kwame Brown. We do not need a. <laughs> Man, I don't know what Jordan got going on over there, dog. But I was like, man, Gordon Hayward that much money? And I'm yeah, be I think honest. He with, chased. Yeah, I would have gave man, him like ninety. I wouldn't bought him to my team. The dude can't even go no more. <laughs> you watch him play this year, he can't even go no more. Like he just stole that money from Jordan. Yeah. Isn't he really just stole it. he more he more of a spot up three, like he should be on the league minimum with some shit. <laughs> like for real. I'm serious why you can't play defense and nothing no more. So like, you think this was worse than when they gave Nick Batum all that money? Heck yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to get the tomb out of there now. They can't get the rid of him. Nobody wants him. <laughs> what you call them down there, too? The Blazers did that with one of them players, too. They gave him. And he never done nothing, else. Uh, he Alan, Alan Crabb. Alan Crabb. He was a six man. They gave him like, like 80 mil. 88 or something. Yeah, they gave him 80, 90 million dollars. I, I haven't heard from him since. Hey, he's still getting paid, though. No power to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he started chilling out there. Him and Batum, bro, they both... They said Batum was going to the Clippers, but I'm not sure if it actually happened. 
But uh, I, mean, I, I really didn't mind. like that pick, Lamelo. I would have traded down if I was Joe. I mean, you got Rozier and you got Devontae Graham. I mean, what you gonna yeah, roll out a three one. three goal lineup? Yeah, and that was more for ticket sales than anything. Yeah, like I think he got superstar potential just because he already got a name. Like he got most like they all, all this stuff matters in the world that they live in. It's like he has more followers than Zion Williamson. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> so that means you got more people that are paid to come see him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, let's let Zion go out there. Jordan. Yeah, that's what Jordan he he trying to sell tickets. He ain't worried about winning. Yeah, I mean, it ain't, it's only so much you could do in a market like that. Yeah. Like, you never, like, it doesn't attract the coaches that you would want. Like, I don't even know who coached that team. Oh. Um, like, I wish. Oh, I think I know. Like, and I used to know all the coaches. I don't know who coached them. I think, I want to say it's the coach, it's a assistant coach that came from the Spurs that coach. I might be wrong. Okay. Is it okay. him or... No, Steve Clifford with the magic. Crazy. I can't. I can't. I can, see a, I, I can see a guy coming from Popovich uh, lineage to go over there because they used to be in a smaller market. Yeah, man. But uh, to I think L was gonna make the most immediate impact because I mean it's Minnesota. You got Cat. You got D'Lo. Uh. I th- I would run, I mean if you if that, I think they should run like an up and down offense they should just run up tempo and get a lot of points. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you already know, man. What, I mean, they got the players the to do it. Russell, D'Angelo Russell, I like him. Oh yeah, D'Lo, D'Lo. Yeah. He's gonna be more of a slasher. They gonna he gonna be able to, like he gonna be part of their top defender. Like yeah. he's athletic on the wing, so like. He gonna take a lot of pressure because you know D. Russell ain't playing no defense. <laughs> like D'Angelo Russell ain't playing. And neither, I don't think Carl Anthony Towns is that adamant about that. I ain't yeah. gonna lie, if I was Minnesota, I would have took Wiseman, bro. I would have went ahead and went and went old school and had a big lineup because that's what I think separated the Lakers at the end of the season last year. Well, they could, they could just change their lineup. Yeah. Yeah, everybody was going small, and they was going super big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, Miami had <laughs> so no choice but to play small. What, Bam was 6'9", 240? Yeah, and just dominate that way, bro. I think they could have been a cool little twin tower. Towns like to play on the outside anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could have let that young kid control the paint, which I think he's going to do well for uh, Golden State just because his body. I would like to see Cat go work out with Tim Duncan. I think he need to take, you know, play this season now, yeah. see how all this with COVID go, take next all mm-hmm. season. He need to take about two or three weeks to go work with Tim Duncan. Yeah, it's just like... Work on that face-up game. Yeah, and just work on the basics, man. The game has become so, for the camera... Man, Tim Duncan to come out there and hit backboard shots. Man, that's the type of stuff I'm on. Is this going to help us win? You know, Man, Timmy. Like, I feel like this, this, nowadays the kids they ain't even thinking about the basics no more. It gotta be flashy. It gotta be the fucking Euro step. No, it gotta I'm, be like I'm like. I'm trying to win. The game is still basic. The game is still basic, dog. Like, and I think Carl Anthony Towns got caught up in like the new wave of basketball. And go and play with a guy like Tim Duncan or work out with him. He'll get back to like the fundamentals of it. At well, the core of basketball, it's still like yeah, it's, it's still a very simple game. Yeah. Well, speaking on the Timberwolves, man, did I, did you see uh with Malik Beasley? He got caught on camera. 
something. Yeah, and then uh, end up popping up emails with another girl he with, uh, and I'm like, dude, is there any way you can be more? Dis- I mean, he had the right idea sending the email. Like, who would think to check somebody's emails? But dude, come on, man. <laughs> but what I just think he- the NBA players. That are struggling right now with the exposure that they're getting, bro. You know, back in the day before social media, bro, they can get away with murder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They can have a wife on one side and they old lady on the other side of the court. But like now with social media and stuff, man, you can't none of that. Man, dude got a dude got a wife. He got lost a pippin and he got another and he got the side to the can side. He, can he who? Malik Beasley. Can he who? They just gave him yeah. they just gave him sixty. I ain't know that. I thought he good. I ain't know he good. Hey, fifteen million, fifteen million. You the eighth man coming off the bench now in the NBA. That's why I said I wish I was about six three. <laughs> but I mean, hey, all I can say is the man be more discreet with it. <laughs> yeah, he ain't gonna stop. I mean, it's his lifestyle. He's a breadwinner. Like, you don't think the girls gonna leave him? Nah. <laughs> like, never, they, never they, know, they man. Yeah. Know what they get into. And I, I asked like, uh, one, I asked one of my lady friends, uh, one of my uh my homegirls the other day, I was like, Would you date like a like a professional athlete? She's like, No. That's too much of a headache. Yeah. I say, like, dang. Yeah, you get man, all the girls in the world, like I tell my girl, like, it got professional basketball players and then it got professional hoes, man. Like <laughs> once you get up to that level, it got three girls that's just there. It's almost like it's a business within the business almost. Do you believe that the, do you believe that like there's a rotation of like fifteen girls that athletes, rappers and the who's who's a, a celebrities rotate between? Sure. Yeah, For I sure. think that too. Yeah. Or or they gotta look something like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They gotta it's like they fit a certain section. It's crazy, but it's like professional I call them professional hoes, right? <laughs> like they made it to the league too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, sometimes beauty can get you that, you know. They made you it. You know, and ain't no ugly. Yeah, these ain't no ugly girls to do. Yeah, it's like, you know. I've probably been the athlete that get the stripper out of the strip club. Yeah, and see me, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I like how LeBron James did it. You know what I'm saying? High school sweetheart. Like, I respect that. I respect that. You know, hey, and if he that. is doing something, he is very, very. LeBron like the type that has NDA, like a stack of NDAs when you walk into the hotel or the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I met LeBron, bro. you can say something, but you gonna be in court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's probably keeping him quiet. He's smart. I'm pretty sure he's getting advised, but it's hard to think that he's just not because of who he is, you know. And I respect it, you know. Yeah, I like how he keep his family out of there, and that's like that's why I feel like they were kind of attacking him with that Bronny stuff. Cause as up to this point in his career, he's had no family issues, he's had no scandal. Like I feel like they just trying to find something on him now. Yeah, but man, yeah. Bill, good sports talk, man. Always a pleasure sitting down with you, no matter what podcast is on. Yeah, but it was cool, bro. <laughs> I need to watch sports all day, man. I'm that dude who wake up in the morning and put on first take. So like, I, you still watch first take? You know, I got to. I still watch first take and Jalen and Jacoby. That's the two that I watch. Oh, uh, it's, it's undisputed. I, I watch undisputed. I go watch clips of first take. <laughs> I yeah, can't I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just so ESPN, bro. It's so hard <laughs> for me to go to Fox. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just oh, don't, don't, with the network. Yeah, don't let Fox News scare you away from. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm just more with the network. I'm just like, man, I like ESPN because it's solely sports. Like yeah. Fox City be happening. They got all this other stuff going on too. Hey, one so, more. That's one more. Why. Go ahead. Yeah, you know. Oh. Uh, one more thing I wanted to ask. Uh, this is way off on another sport. This tennis. Uh, right. Naomi and Coco. Do either one of them have mm-hmm. a chance to be as big, big or bigger than Serena Williams? Nah, I'm gonna say nah, bro. Serena just seemed like she was just way more physically gifted. Like them little girls. Like, I don't know if they may grow into their women's body, but, like, Serena was out there looking like she could go play football, man. <laughs> I looked at some of her old stuff, man. This girl was rocked up out there. Yeah. And I don't think that, I don't think neither one of them girls going to have that power Okay, like Serena had. Like, I think Serena just dominated them with her power. You know, she was hitting that ball so fast in her younger years. And I think that's what's hurting her now is that she don't got that same power. And I don't know if Coco and Naomi gonna have that physical stature yeah. to be like that. You know, like Serena doing something is amazing, bro. If she yeah. wins, I think she need a couple more majors to have the most Dang. ever in a sport that you know ain't really a black people's sport. <laughs> like she doing something that's unheard of. Hey, I didn't but, know we had tennis teams in my senior year. <laughs> yeah, bro, for real. And man, when I was there, they was. Winning, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they was like not they was winning. They was winning, but it just wasn't as big. Yeah. Solomon was the coach. They was winning. Man. But like I say, man, Bello, always a pleasure sitting down with you, man. Anything you want to tell the people, man, our taco beers and sports. Man, go Saints. <laughs> Coach Saints, I'm rooting for the fate. Oh, man. Right hey, just like That's they said about Lamar and them, Taysom Hill style <laughs> of play will not last as long in the league. <laughs> nah, I won't. But I think, I think the defense, bro, I think bringing Jenkins in is the real kicker, bro. It kind of adds a little more little toughness to it, a little yeah. more respect around the league. I think the defense a lot better this year. I think this, um, I'm it, still thinking we we coming out the NFC. Well, they, I mean, the defense just always been there. It just seems like they play harder when Breeze go down. Yeah, but you know, like, when the Saints win-win, they defense is good. Because, you know, we've had some years when the defense was, like, not at all. So, I think this is one of the years we're catching a good defense, and I like our chances. I think they could be had in the secondary if you can get the time to throw it. If you can get the time to throw it. But then they got, man, I like Jenkins in that secondary. Like, it's like they got some opportunistic people. They not just, like... I don't like Lattimore. Like Eli Apple. <laughs> Lattimore is hard to like because he's so, like, arrogant. He's like, man, he shouldn't even be like that. <laughs> no, but, like, I, I seen Adam Thielen torch him. <laughs> I seen Thielen torch him, but, man, he'll go against Mike Evans and just cramp him. Well, that's so the vision like, rival, though, he, man. You see him twice a I year. I know, bro. It's like, and that's why I like him because in them type of games, it seems like he comes. But he don't do it week in and week out. Yeah, like Jack Rabbit. I don't like people don't throw at Jack Rabbit that much. Man, he got respect around the league. He's like one of those guys that probably ain't gonna get talked about on TV, but like people in the league respect him. Like I think he went to Florida, and I think he went to like got kicked out, went to South somewhere, South Alabama or something. Yep, drafted like the second, third round. 
Yeah, he's still winning the top rounds. I yeah. think he just got respect in the league. I uh, like him too. Remember the Brandon Browner years with the Saints? <laughs> yeah, that was you know what I'm saying? That was just experimentation. That was experimenting, but I I ain't gonna lie, I like him on all levels. And then they added Quan Alexander, that's gonna add a little more oomph. Like, I love that pickup. Like, I really think the Saints gonna, it's gonna be in the championship this year. The thing is, like, will Breeze give it up? And, like, I don't think it's, I think if Breeze just realized that he's an old, he more like a, man, who won that, that Ravens? Who was the quarterback? Was it, like Trent Brad Dilfer. Johnson or something. Yeah, like at the end, like we don't need you to go out there and throw out and touchdowns like you used to. That ain't your role no more. Let these young cats spin, man. Give Kamara the ball. You could underhand it to Michael Thomas and just let the defense <laughs> play. Like I hope, I don't, if they don't try to make him be the holy savior, I think they got a chance. Yeah, I just need Breeze to complete on third down. I need him to do the little small stuff. Yeah, he's not the star no more. And I think if he can accept that he's not the star, it'll be okay. Yeah, they got a decent run game, and they O line is probably the best in the league. Uh, between them and uh, the Colts, the Colts got a good offensive line. But but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Saints got the best one because I think the Saints are better team. (laughs) Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'll take Drew Breeze over Philip Rivers any day of the week. Yeah, not just that, but I mean, just run blocking. Like, I think that's what's going to come down to. And, I, man, the strength and that power O with Taysom Hill, like, that was probably the coldest off-tackle place in his manual with the OT, bro. <laughs> that's probably the coldest <laughs> off-tackle. Because, like, every time Sean Payton call it, and you know where it's going, man, he's he walking in there untouched. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, Brian. I'm on the same bandwagon. You know, <laughs> we shall see, man. We shall see. But. I know, bro. and I know it's, it's tough sledding for you right now in football. So, like, just 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 come on over here for a little bit, bro. We nah. accept all people that has a, a Louisiana resident. Nah, see, Anybody? man. <laughs> see, I, see when, when my when my quarterback went down, I started rooting for Deshaun, man. Watching. Yeah, that's my dude, uh, man. I'm dude, like, dude, balling, man. I, I'm like. I got I got about fifteen percent stake with the Texans because I'm living in Houston right now, so I respect him. But let me, team, let me ask man, you this. I don't know what they doing. Let me ask you this: If you swap Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson, you think Deshaun Watson taking that team to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because he got that torch. That dude could throw. Like I, Lamar Jackson, no matter how much we want it, bro. When it comes down to it, your quarterback gotta be able to throw at a high, high level. Cause and I he don't yeah. throw it at a high level. Yeah, cause I think Lamar has better weapons than Deshaun. Oh yeah, and he got a better deep. I mean, you put Deshaun on that team last year with the Ravens, they probably would have been in the championship. Yeah, but I mean, Houston, that defense and Houston defense by what for what this year. Because, you know, J.J. out there, he <laughs> just off pride, he going to go out there and then ball out. But it's like that Texans logo. <laughs> it's almost like the Clippers, too, bro. It's like the you curse. just don't quite get that respect like that. You know what I'm saying? At the bottom feeder in Texas. They took that car, yeah, just like they took that car kid. Remember the first year? And, like, it's just been down here. Like, oh, man. That Raven, once you see that Raven, you like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You think of all the people that... I think like them logos be mattering too. 
And that's why Brian gonna get the stick, bro, because he went to L.A. That was the smartest movie ever made. Because I think the logos matter. Dad, he, he, he trying to get that production company off the ground, too. Yeah. Well, Brian's smart man. Oh, yeah. He's smart man. T-Summer production's coming soon. Ever. <laughs> he just became the richest one ever in basketball. I think he passed uh, Garnett or something. Man, two years, $85 million. Like... Like he a young man or something. At they, the end of his career. They gave, what, they offered Harden, what, two for 50? No, two for 100? Harden yeah, Harden would have broke the bank. Oh. <laughs> that's how, that's how you no. know he want to leave. Yeah, he said, no, I'm cool. Man, I would have said, well, put my name on that dotted line. <laughs> man, what? But he know if he would have signed that away, he wouldn't be able to get no more players to come over there to play with him. Like, he would have just been... He, I think he want to win a ring. Yeah. I think he had that point in his career now to a lot of money. Like, now nah, I just want to get some jewelry. I got close one time. Yeah. But got close twice, case, actually. Yeah. A game seven Ooh, against Golden State. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Hey, Bev, if I, I'm t- if I was a, just a real big man, I would have put everything I had on him in that game seven, and I would have been a broke man. You'd have been broke. Cause I, You'd have been broke. He was so hot that year, though, dog. Him and CP3. I'll tell you, Mike, man. I thought I was like, it was going to happen. I thought it was going to happen. And I ain't going to lie, bro. I kind of wish he, but he, I wish he wouldn't have just got mad at Paul and wanted him to leave, bro. Yeah. The Rockets was a better team with Chris Paul. I think when they locked, didn't they follow him? They lit a reason in Bob Butte Walk. They two defenders, wing defenders. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. You had the Warriors. I think, I think Covington going to the Blazers, huh? Yeah, Covington. Yeah, that's yeah, a oh. sleeper pick. That's a sleeper pick. I forgot pick about oh, because you can you can take because with Melo because Melo ain't scoring, he ain't really doing it for you. Could take him out and put Covington in. Yeah, I thought Melo move Melo to six man. I know Melo hate that, but man, you I think that, at this point now he just going to accept it. Yeah, you at that point in your career now. It's like Drew Brees, but eventually you got to accept that you're not on no more. Everybody can't be LeBron. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, like, no. Everybody can't be LeBron. There's only one that come in generations like that. So, like, if you can accept where you at, I think you'll be cool. Yeah. For real. But, man, I like this, this is going to be a crazy season. Uh, another down year for the Knicks. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Stan can do something in New Orleans. Man, I know me and Cody kind of talked about it. I ain't like to pick up with Stan. Me either. But it's good. It's good. Like, I saw what Cody was saying about, like, he got JJ ready. He can kind of set it up like he did with the Magic. But yeah, if he can, if he can do it. like he did with Dwight Howard with Zion, I, if, if, if Zion giving me 23 and 13 like Dwight was in Orlando with Stan, I can live with that. Yeah. And he got yeah, shooters. And like I'm telling you, and you got shooters, but I'm like, the goal is to win shit. And that never won a shit. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, it got you, you to the finals. It gets you there. Like, Ben Tone, like, it gets you close. But let, let's, let's, let's be real, though, Bill. Pelicans, just the Pelicans getting to a conference finals would be something. Would be like winning a championship. <laughs> so, if Stan can do take them to a finals, like that would just be incredible. Because like, whoever thought the Saints would win a Super Bowl? Yeah, that was hard to see too. Now, I ain't gonna lie though, bro. 
None of like, us. I know. That just showed you how big a piece AD was, too. Now that I'm looking at that whole scenario. But yeah, that would be big. Just think about AD was still there right now. Like, yeah. I think they would be like with them pieces that they have now. You know? But I will see what's up with Zion, bro. I wouldn't really high on him coming out the draft. Because I wasn't that high on him, bro. But we, like, we're going to see what he got in the tank. It's going to be a fun season. I'm starting in a couple of weeks, but I don't plan on missing no game. And man, if we can ride up some guys, we should ask Ryan and all of them if they want to try it again. I know it's hard to commit to, but I like moving a little slower right now. It might be a little bit easier now. Yeah. <laughs> to keep up with it. To keep up with it. Because I don't think this pandemic ended no time. <laughs> <laughs> no time soon. We're going to live like this for, us for another year or so. It was good chatting with you too, bro. I enjoyed it, man. We could do it again. But yeah, but uh, we get together and talk about that. Yeah. All right, see, bro. But uh, I appreciate you coming on, Bello, man. Always love, man. Same, bro. Appreciate you, T. Oh, no problem, man. All right, peace. Peace.